Hello and welcome to the Nappy Natters podcast, brought to you by Asda Little Angels. This is the show about the thrills and spills of parenthood and the whirlwind of emotions experienced during bump, birth and beyond. The laughs, the tears, the excitement, the fears. I'm your host, Alison Perry, and on this episode, I'll be chatting with Lorna Hayward and Leanne Cornelius about the early days of motherhood. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hi. Uh, Leanne, do you want to kick off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. My name is Leanne. I'm from South Wales Valleys, uh, mother of two daughters, a four-year-old and a seven-month-old. I blog over at a sliceofmylifewales.com and I run an Instagram page, Mama Cornelius. Fantastic. Lorna, tell us about you. Uh, my name is Lorna. I am Mrs. H. Hayward on Instagram um, and I write a blog, although I've not written on it for a while, um, The Mumblings, and I also host a Mum's Night Out called Piss Up. Fantastic. Oh, and I have three kids. Yeah, <laughs> just, just that little. Forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> so ladies, uh, the early days of motherhood, you've yeah. both got fairly small babies. Yeah. Uh, Leanne, is it a nine-month-old you've got? Seven months. A seven-month-old, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, and currently uh, you are rocking little Reggie. Yes, Sophia, you have to excuse the uh, the bum tapping. He's in the Bjorn. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, Reggie is five months. So five months and seven months. So you're both still kind of in those... Semi-early stages, early days, but think back, cast your mind back a few months to those really early days. How did you find it? How were those early days for you? Um, A days, it was all just a big days, really. Just, yeah. Days into days. That's such a good way to describe (laughs) it, a days. You you do kind of just walk around in a little bit of a fog, don't you? Yeah, just like a zombie, really. Yeah, just... Changing nappies, feeding, not really thinking. Mm. Yeah, and it just all merges. I played mine really differently this time, actually. This this is your third time, isn't it? Yeah, so after the girls, I just... I don't know what it was in terms of society, in terms of other mums and comparing myself way too much, but I took things really, like, fast. I kind of full throttle out there, lipstick on, walking around with the buggy, when inside I really kind of didn't feel up to it. Mm -hmm. And I think knowing Reggie, you know, was my last baby and the kind of, to the detriment of my mental health and everything else that took a bashing after the girls, I just really tried to prepare as much as I could for this time to be different. Um, I'd heard from various friends and, um, you know, on social media as well. I know Steph um, from Don't Buy Her Flowers who sort of did this whole pull up the drawbridge. Um, And I know that's not, you know, everyone can do that, but um, I sort of made provisions to do that this time. What kind of provisions did uh, did you make? Um, well, I was having a third section that had been decided, and so I knew I would have to have help. So I made sure that I kind of, well, Jamie was having six weeks paternity, which is amazing. I made sure that my mum was around for certain days. I made sure that I had someone doing kind of drop off and pick up for me that, that could, mainly that was Jamie, um, food in the freezer. So they're the basic things, but so that I could really, you know, invest in rest, mm. which was And that wasn't for me. And I'm not a restful person at all. It was like all my family were going, I think it's going to be to the detriment. You're going to force yourself to do this. And actually, and I honestly couldn't look back amongst the tears and everything else and the soreness and being uncomfortable. But look back on those two, three weeks with 
I just loved it. And I called it like my Reggie nest. And I kind of was <laughs> upstairs. Our our room is a loft room. And yeah, I, I, I love those memories now. That sounds so lovely. Really indulging yeah. in it, yeah. The end, did you do anything similar? Uh, well, I was, she came just before back to school. She came at the end of August. So right. it was kind of like, we were thrown off balance a bit after six weeks off. Yeah. Bang, new baby, get back to school. So it was interesting, but my <laughs> husband had two weeks off. So he did all the school runs. One of the best things I did was actually get a cleaner. I, for the that's end exactly of my what pregnancy I did as well. Yeah. Really did, oh, it was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. If you can afford it, I just think yeah. that is, that's the key. And I, it was surprisingly cheap, like when you only want them for a couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 It was, wasn't that expensive. And I think that's something if you, if you feel relaxed around, I do around my home when things are, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people do, but for me, it's a real kind of, it causes quite a lot of anxiety for there to be stuff yes, everywhere. Yeah. And so I made provisions to say, right, you know, for the first six weeks, I'm having someone come once a week who yeah. can help me do that or who can make the beds. Yeah. Um, so that Jamie could concentrate on the two other curls and stuff like that. Yeah. That's Yeah. That's kind of how we played it. So Spencer, my partner, dealt with the eldest while I fed and dealt with the baby pretty mm. much just tag teamed it all and yeah it was it was nice it was just a lot of lazy days school runs and lazy days and baby kitchens. did you oh, I love that that Welsh yeah. word oh, I always forget that not everybody knows <laughs> what is, is a hug is, oh, is Welsh for hug yeah oh, yeah I, I always just assume everybody knows it but they don't <laughs> just slip it in there a bit of Welsh um how did that compare though with first time around with your eldest did you manage to have that time then or similar to Lorna did you find that you kind of rushed back out and tried to get back to normal life with with her I think both were quite similar to be honest yeah I think I I've got over birth quite quickly both times so I've been ready to go back out quite early on both times around so they were both quite quite similar just with this one with the added addition of an older child <laughs> and how important do you think it is to allow yourself to kind of navigate through that new mum fog because it really feels like and I remember um kind of just feeling a little bit like life was going in slow motion and uh watching tv shows and seeing people doing very mundane things on these tv shows and it feeling really alien to me because I was in this little bubble where I was you know it cocooned in the house mm. with my mm. babies because I had had twins and feeling like, is, will I ever get back to that where I'm just like popping to the shops or... Oh, that, that phrase, popping to the shops. Popping shop. to the yeah. shops. <laughs> no one pops Never to the again. Shop. No. <laughs> Never pop anywhere yeah, again. It, oh, yeah. Remember back in the day when we used to pop to the shops? <laughs> yeah. The distant the good memories. old days. <laughs> Drag myself to the shops these days. Yeah. I, I, I did feel, I felt like in a complete bubble where I was mm. and that kind of I'd, I'd sort of created that on purpose so that I felt I guess I nurtured myself way more than I did with the girls yeah um just to listen to you know the things that I did before that I, I knew hadn't helped me in the long run um but yeah I remember watching the same just thinking god that all seems so normal and yet mm. I'm like eating my dinner at breakfast and my lunch in a bed yeah like at home which is um you know heard of again with me it's not my natural place but um I now know mentally to look back on something and feel positive about it and feel pleased I did it is where I needed to be now if that yeah. makes sense yeah. I read one thing which was um, a quite a good tip which was um 
in an ideal world, after you've um, given birth, you should um, try to spend two weeks in bed and then two weeks on the sofa. Mm. And I thought that's actually like a really nice, it's almost like giving yourself permission because we're so busy and we're used to racing around and being independent and working or mm. you know, looking after yeah. an older child or, you know, doing the housework. It's actually, it feels quite weird just to slow down and stop. Yeah. yeah but when you think about the importance of nurturing this small baby and healing yourself. Yeah. 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 It's a big deal, isn't it? It yeah. is. I think it is important to, to take it easy. Um, and so how did you, you, you were saying, Leanne, that um, your baby arrived just as it was back to school. Yeah. Did you find it fairly easy to juggle the needs of her your, your your older child with the baby or was that a bit of a struggle at times it was a bit of a struggle at times I remember the first night home from hospital my eldest saying well why are you all sleeping in your room and I've got to sleep in my bedroom on my own that must and be so hard it was, we ended up having her in the bed with us yeah <laughs> we had the baby in the next to me and my eldest in the bed with us because we just yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's so sad for them, it, isn't it? Yeah. We have we have four of us because I've got yeah. twins. We've got four of us in our room, and then my my little girl is one floor down, in her you know all by herself. Yeah. And I do sometimes think, oh, I yeah, feel sorry yeah. for yeah. you. Yeah, we're all up here, you know, snug <laughs> as a bug. Right old party. <laughs> yeah, all through the night. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was it was strange getting used to it, but she she has been really good and we've kind of fallen into the role now which I sometimes feel guilty about but because I'm breastfeeding my husband can't really do a lot for the baby because she refuses to take a bottle right. so we've kind of fallen into me looking after her and my husband looking after the eldest I think quite divide nice, and conquer is like yeah it's the only way it is. Really. and it I think is. when you can lean into that a bit more life becomes a bit less kind of aggy I think yes. for ages I really struggled with the dynamics after I had Marnie because I felt so guilty about Elsie and kind of they, you know, Jamie would take Elsie off to the park and I'd force myself to go because I didn't want to miss out mm. and then have a really rubbish time because I was trying to feed Marnie and I was tired. And whereas now I was like, look, just go and do, deal with the yeah, girls and yeah. I'll just do what I'm meant to do at the moment, which is be with Reggie and feed him. And it's yeah. like... But yeah, you know, divide and conquer has been our survival. Definitely. I think the older the older kids also benefit really from that one on one time, or even if it's like two of them, yeah, with like both your girls with their dads, yeah, going off to the park or doing something where they haven't got the baby there. Yeah, actually, is quite nice for them, mm. isn't it? Yes, it is. And I think my eldest has formed more of a bond with her dad now as well since having the baby. Yeah, that's, that's quite good. nice. That is lovely. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about how new motherhood looks on social media versus what it's really like. Because you see some mums uh, with makeup, crisp white pajamas, clean sheets, looking blissfully happy, you know, holding their newborn. Maybe they've even got coordinated shades where you know they're wearing. They might be wearing cashmere. They yeah. might be wearing cashmere. <laughs> I mean, you know, is this real life? Because in, in my real my reality was always like my greasy hair was kind of in a top knot, unwashed. Uh, no makeup, baggy old pajamas, probably mismatched. Um, a massive maternity pad, you know, huge knickers, um, sheets that have seen better days. And my baby's basically wearing the first clean sleep suit <laughs> that I could grab. Never mind anything that coordinates with what I'm wearing. Um, you girls are both on social media and blogs. Um, why do you think that people put this? 
version, this vision of motherhood, of early motherhood out there, do you think that it actually exists? You know, and and what effect do you think that I'm asking you three questions in one here? <laughs> what effect do you think that has on you know mums who are you know doing what I was doing? I think it. I think it exists. Yeah. If you've got a nanny and a yeah. cleaner <laughs> yeah. full time. And, you guys have cleaners. And, <laughs> didn't exist for me. <laughs> and a glam squad. It exists if you're Kim Kardashian. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and if you're not, then I think it can be, in my own personal opinion really quite detrimental yeah. to new mothers. I mean, I'm awful for com- comparing. And, and yet, I've had conversations with people recently who are like, yeah, but you look like you've got all your mm, together. Yeah. You know, you look so polished and you look... And and I try to sh- show both sides for that very reason that yeah. now that I've found myself with a platform and an audience, which was never my what I set out to do, that I have a responsibility to be like, look, this is the other side of it as well. Yeah. well we all have good days and bad days, don't yeah, we? We all have yeah. days where you can find yourself, you know, with a bit of lipstick on, walking through the park, feeling like, oh, I've got my stuff together today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you have days where you are kind of, you know, in a crumpled heap on the sofa, yeah. greasy hair, mm. feeling like, you know, oh, I just need another cup of tea to see me through the next yeah. hour. <laughs> I think that's exactly why I try and... Like, even on the bad days, the last thing I want to do is pick up my phone. But I think I've got to because I need to show people that mm. this this is the reality. Yeah. yeah. And, I, yeah, that that is, like, a lot of the people, it's just so unobtainable, mm. isn't it? Just... And I think that's what people through social media find reassuring is yeah. when they, you know, the messages or the feedback that I would get, I don't know about you, is that, you know, God, thank you for showing the other yeah. side of it. Thank you for, like, you know... I've realised that I'm kind of not on my own. And I know you hear that all the time, but for some women, that is like such a huge, huge yeah. part of their day is to kind of get in contact with someone and say, God, I had a really, really bad night. And it's like, so did I. Yeah. I had yeah. a really awful night. You well, know? I, do, I do it too, because I follow quite a few people mm. who on like Instagram or Twitter who have had babies at around a similar time to me. And I really like to follow the progress of their babies, but also I like to message the mum and you know, just chat about, you know, if we've had a bad night or yeah. if my baby's yeah. teething and I'm, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of te- tearing my hair out. So it's actually, I think, there is a, there is a positive side to social media in that respect. There is, yeah. Totally. Yeah, I think, I think you've just got to look for the people, haven't you? If, if those kind, if seeing the perfect life brings you down, mm. just don't follow that. Just try and ignore that and find the people yeah. that you can actually relate to. And that, that's what it is for me, is finding people I can relate to. Yeah. And then I can go through Instagram and actually feel normal. Yes. Rather than feeling, like, rubbish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, I think it's all about keeping our comparison in check, isn't it? Because yeah. we mm. all suffer from comparison. I was saying on the last episode of the podcast to Lorna that I kind of was comparing myself to her when she had all of her... Uh, hospital bag kit laid out nicely and I panicked thinking I haven't packed my hospital <laughs> yeah. bag and my babies are coming sooner than, than hers is um, so yeah we all compare it's natural yeah. isn't it yeah. but I think we have to almost catch ourselves and be like nope come on you know that's that's their life yeah this is mine it's all relative in the moment like you said you could just be having one a, a good day and be seen out like pushing the twins you know I think when you went to the shops and again we were similar time and I was like oh I haven't left the house but you're ahead of me and you might have had a really great night, whereas, you know, I probably was still not sleeping very well. So yeah. I think it's kind of has to be relative to, 
to you at the time. Yeah, definitely. And I think we all get good days and bad days, don't we? Like yeah. one day, I'm some days like, I feel like I'm a queen for miles. Another day, yeah. yeah. Other days I don't want to get out of my yeah. pajamas. Exactly. Yeah. That is just yeah. the reality. So that's your tip then: is just to follow the people that make ourselves that, that we relate to and that make us feel good about what we're doing. Yeah. Perhaps unfollow the people who are there with their lovely washed hair and yeah. wearing cashmere. Wearing cashmere. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's nice to follow like the aspirational account. I was about to it? say that there is an aspirational side yeah. in it, but equally, what I found with those accounts is I just don't follow them. I just go and have a little stalk <laughs> now again, and you know you can dip yeah. in there, and then you don't have them on your feed. I can kind of go and have a look and see what cashmere they're wearing. Yeah, that day, yeah. Um, and then yeah. I kind of like make up a story as well about what went on, what Behind effort the they went on to take yes. that photo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Um, so on the days when things aren't feeling, you know, perhaps it's a little bit of a struggle, what are your tips on getting through the day with a bit of a smile on your face and, you know, let's face it, just not dissolving into tears, at, you know, at the end of the day? I find if the weather's nice and I'm having a hard day, the best thing for me to do is go out, put her in the pushchair and go for a walk. That mm. that tends to help me loads. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh air is brilliant, yes. isn't it? Yeah. I find even if it's tipping it down with rain sometimes, I would rather still get out. Yeah. Mm. I've got this this phrase that I kind of like repeat to my husband, which is like, if in doubt, get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if you're not really sure, cause sometimes you can be so tired from the night before when you've had no sleep. And all you want to do is curl up on the sofa. Yeah. But sometimes... It doesn't make you feel bad. Pushing no. on through mm-hmm. and getting outside can make yeah. all the difference, can't it? But then there's also knowing not to feel guilty if you yeah. do curl up on the sofa yeah. as well. That's, it's just yeah. knowing what's going to make... I mean, I always have this thing in my head of, like, treat yourself. Mm. And that could be... For me, it's good coffee. I'm a coffee snob. Like, I just... And that sometimes is, like, I'm going to walk... To a really to my favourite coffee place, get a takeaway coffee and walk home. Yeah, and that will have made me go right. I've had fresh air, I've drunk decent coffee, and then you know I can watch Towie for the rest of the day. Yeah, <laughs> win win. <laughs> so that's your top tip: is walk to get a nice coffee and then watch Towie. Yeah, I think so. Or you know, it's well, surrounds myself with coffee and food, but but you know, eat something. I really love my food, so like treat myself to a nice lunch or. Um, you know, give say to myself, right, I'm just going to have like a down day and just down tools as much as you can before like school pickup and stuff. Or, and I was awful at doing this with the two girls, ask for help. Mm. Yeah, I've asked for so much more help now. Everyone's like, you know, it, it's not, again, it's something that usually comes naturally to me, but it's just like, is there anything I can do? Yeah, there is actually. You can cook me some dinner. Yeah, You yeah. can hold my baby you can come round and hold my baby while I try and do some freelance work. But yeah, just they're simple things and they, you know, you can tailor them to yourself, but it's treat yourself and ask for help. That's what I'd say. That is something yeah. that I've done very differently this time around. I think, you know, when I had my daughter eight years ago, I was very much trying to do things on my own and being yeah. very independent. And yeah, look what I can do. Yeah, and yeah. Like, oh, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. Mm. When actually inside, I was like, I'm not fine. I'm, yeah. so, I'm so not fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just that almost like that habit of being like, no, no, I'm fine. Um, and then this time around, when people have said, can I come round and can I can we bring lunch? I'm like, yep, yep. Yeah. Bring, bring a pasta bacon. Yeah. Yeah. And, and bring a spare one and we'll put it in the freezer. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just and not being because people thank you. people do feel more comfortable. I think being able to help. Yeah. And being able to, and and probably because the conversation is more. 
like open about that now, isn't yes, it? From it is. from other people's feeds and you know, everyone talks about um, you know, being able to help and asking for help. So I don't think it's like as much of a thing that when Elsie was born, if I'd have been like, Yeah, come round, bring a lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been like a bit like, Wow, she's yeah. rude. Yeah. <laughs> but, Demanding. Yeah. Must Jeez. be the hormones. <laughs> Or she just really likes lasagna. <laughs> I do. I love a mince-based meal. Mm. You can't beat it, can you? Although, once you filled up the freezer, I, d- I couldn't look at, like, shepherd's pies, bag bowl, <laughs> yeah. chilli, like, all the kind of mince-based. My freezer was full, and I was like, oh, God. I'm not there yet. Mince. I'm I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm not, I would still accept any mince-based meals. Well, true. If anyone's Is listening who would like to uh, make me a mince-based <laughs> meal, then... And me. And me. Throw me in one. <laughs> meals on wheels. <laughs> Um, I mean, how, how have you girls managed to carve out me time? So, you know, your babies are still fairly young in the grand scheme of things. Um, do you manage to take yourself off for a bath or an early night or even, you know, going out for coffee without any children with you, with, you know, to meet a friend? Or are you not kind of there yet? I haven't, yeah. And it's, it's one thing I'm really struggling with, but... She won't take a bottle. She feeds on demand. So I, she is tied to me. That's tough, isn't it? It is really mm. hard. I am struggling with it a lot. The whole but... feeding on demand thing, because yeah, with with some babies who are on more of a routine, you could at least kind of sneak out for a couple of hours yes. and then sneak back in again before yeah. it's time to feed. But that is pretty tricky, isn't it? I think all I've managed to do on my own is pop to the shop ironically <laughs> pop to the shop uh, how are you finding that how are you finding that, that is that having an effect like a... on you yeah it, 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 I am struggling yeah struggling with it a lot it's, yeah it is hard going what, what what would you think you'll do like when you eventually get to that point where you're able to reclaim a bit of time for yourself what will be the things that you Just as, as like really silly as it sounds I would absolutely love for everybody to go out and me to have a day in the house on my own <gasps> that's yes. the dream cleaning oh. watching telly cooking just put your feet up on the sofa so and watching mundane. a box set but but I would love it yeah. Yeah. not having to stop to go and like tend to a child yeah it's, it's the dream yeah just a day in the house alone <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a slightly similar thing happen to me the other day it really was the dream i had a bit of a bad cold and my husband took the three children to his parents um, for lunch <sighs> and i had a few hours of sitting on the sofa watching you know rubbish yeah, yeah. amazing had a sandwich yeah had a cup of tea isn't it funny now how how like there's such simplistic things that, yeah. like going to the supermarket on my own. Uh, is like a spa break. No, don't even joke about <laughs> it. Wonder the um, wine, yeah. wine aisle. Sometimes, I, sometimes eat a corn egg on the way round. Honestly, just to push the boat out. A couple of weeks ago, I said to my husband, "Ooh, uh, tonight after dinner, I might get in the car and go to the late night supermarket. Definitely, <laughs> around because it is like, especially if there's like clothing yeah. and books. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. great. And you know, like gift cards and all of that stuff. It's just yeah. the dream, isn't it? It really is. I think when you go to yeah. A supermarket's a big thing for me, just to go and do a food shop on my own. In fact, that was what I did on uh, on Mother's Day. I kind of do this weird thing, I think, on big big birthdays or I seem to sort of like um, sabotage it. I don't know what it is. I think it's like a pressure thing. Yeah, it's a real pressure thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and yeah, I, Jamie was I like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't want to go out for lunch. I just, I would like to have an hour on my own in the morning 
like to go and have, like go down to the local nail place, have a pedi with a good coffee, always good coffee. <laughs> and then I want to come home and I would like to cook a roast in peace. So you cook it? I cook it because wow. I, I like, I, I do a good roast. And I just think going to the pub with all the kids, mm. and I was like, I'd like to open a bottle of wine or Prosecco and cook a roast with Kistri on and be left alone. Yeah. He was like, all right, fine. <laughs> so that's what I did. And I, you know, we, then we all had lunch together. It was only, if you think about it, I probably had two and a half hours on my own, but they're just small little wins that I think yeah. create a big, it just, yeah. yeah, I was so much happier. Yeah. Also, it's amazing um, how long you can make a supermarket uh visit last (laughs) when you're enjoying it I mean I could probably get a good couple of hours when you're in a superstore yeah when they've got a cafe and everything yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) mints on offer (laughs) what more could you ask for um what would you say looking back have been the best what's been the best thing about the early days of motherhood for you oh just just being in that bubble just the newborn yeah just snuggling and getting to know each other it's hard really hard but it's just and like second time around watching how your eldest like how they adapt to the child as well Mm, that bond developing yeah Mm. yeah Yeah. watching the girls I think meet Reggie and then also again like just going back to I really have like such a nice memory of those first few weeks despite the pain, despite, you know, the feeding issues and it's stuff. It's funny, though, isn't it, how you... But you say despite that. Yeah, but also you, your your main memory isn't of you recovering from no. birth. It is all the other stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's kind of amazing. It's a broad church. That's mm. what my memory is, because yeah. that's all I watched. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good TV broad show. church and brownies. <laughs> so, yeah, mine was Gilmore Girls and brownies. Oh, I like it, I like it. Yeah, and what box set were you obsessed with? <laughs> oh, so many, so many. <laughs> I've actually lost count now. Jane the Virgin's my favourite at the moment. I, f- I feel really sorry for people who, or our parents, who... Didn't had, have Netflix. Yeah, they, yes. had, they, they had four TV channels. <laughs> what did they do? Yeah. Wowzers. But then, you know, there's many benefits to not feeling the pressure, yeah. I think, in their kind of era of no, no, social, no social media or comparisons and everything else. That's when my when I've got myself in a pickle. My mum's like, we had nothing to compare it to. We didn't see what anyone else was doing. Mm, yeah. So. Yeah, my my mum's my even um, spoken about how there weren't even any baby groups to go to. No, really? When uh, my brother, who's two years older than me, when he was a baby, um, there were mother and toddler groups, but you weren't allowed to take a small baby. What you, you could do? only go if you had a toddler. <laughs> the, you know, properly, like, the names oh on the gosh. tin, you know. Yeah. Um, there were just no baby groups. And so That's I bad, I, I do feel yeah. sorry for that, that generation mm. of, of parents, yeah, must of mums. felt quite secluded. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's isolating enough, isn't it? I yeah. think even if you have a really great network, you, you know, like, you can still be feeding in the dead of night or feeding or just having a bad day and it just feels so all-consuming because it's relentless, you know, yeah. feed, sleep, trying to get them, changing nappies, putting a wash on. Yeah. And I think, yeah, even if you've got a good network of friends, it can feel pretty lonely at times. Mm. So who is your support network? Leanne, who have you got that you can call upon? Um, well, my mum lives on the next road to me, so, so that's handy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, my... Um, my cousin comes down to visit me quite often, and her daughter is twelve, I think. So even she like they'll come to my house, and she's just taken over. She's cleaned my entire house for me oh, as well amazing. in the early days. 
So, yeah, and like, I go to breastfeeding group I went to in the early days, which was brilliant for building up the confidence for public feeding. Yeah. And, yeah, just going to a lot of baby groups. And then do you find, have you, have you got quite a lot of online support? Yes, yeah, yeah, forgetting my online support. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, I'm in a couple of groups on Facebook. And then there's people who I follow on Instagram, who people who I message on Instagram. So social media is... As bad as, as, you know, it's got its downsides, but it can be a really supportive place as well. Like, you know, whatever time of the morning, you can go on Instagram and there'll be somebody on mm. their stories who's also up feeding their baby. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, you mentioned Facebook groups. That's actually a, a really big thing now, isn't it? That yeah. I'm in one which I think is about breastfeeding twins and triplets. You can get some really, really niche yeah. uh, groups. But that, you know, you, you know that, like you say, that any time of the day you can go on there and have a conversation with somebody or even just read through what other people yeah. are talking about. And then you can pick up some tips and just feel a bit less alone, can't you? Yes. Yeah. It is really good for for making you feel normal yeah. in some, some aspects of it. How about you, Lorna? Who's your support network? Um, I think it would probably be, yeah, friends, sort of close friends that have had children not necessarily even you know you don't have to I think now I feel like I don't have to have someone who's got a newborn baby to sort of be able to support me it's just a close friend equally you know those that have had I think um you know babies the same age as Reggie it helps because you can do the whole like I know we're not going to talk about sleep but what was your night like last night yeah (laughs) am I the only one that's still kind of you know a human dummy. It always um, comes back to sleep. <laughs> oh, always, <laughs> always does. And, you know, we've got, there's a group which, again, uh, NCT wasn't great for me the first time around, so I didn't do it a second time. And third time, um, I've more concentrated on those around me who have small babies. And we've been meeting, i say, once a week, and it's pretty much we meet, we order Deliveroo, and we pop open a bottle of Prosecco, oh, and yes. the babies hang out, and we just chat. And it's... That's my kind of NCT. Yes. Yeah. Good, and it's right? just, yeah, it's, it's. I don't know, it just works for us this time round. And it kind of keeps me sane. We were, we were saying last week, oh, I've needed this, needed to be in, in this room with all of you because we're all on a similar level. Everyone's on their second, third, fourth baby. So, yeah, yeah oh. it makes a huge difference. Sounds like it. Um, what's the one thing that you guys would uh, say to expectant mums that you wish that someone had said to you? No matter how hard it feels, it won't last. Mm-hmm. You will. There are better days to come. You you can feel so bad in the early days and yeah. you feel like it's never ending. But before you know it, you'll be wondering what happened to them days, where they went. I think that's the main, mm. yeah. That's a good one. So true. I think, like, just be kinder to myself. Mm. Like, I feel so, quite... Like, I can be quite selfish this third time around. And I keep saying, like, going back, but it has taken me two babies to realise that. Like, two... Like, I'm quite good with, like, getting time out on my own because I have to. Like, I need it to keep myself, you know, mentally in check. So, yeah, just be kind to myself in whatever way that is. Um, and know that it's okay to be a bit selfish. It really is. It really is, Lorna. Um, On that note, ladies, thank you very much for being my guests today. It has been fantastic to talk to you. Uh, That's all we've got time for in this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Nappy Natters podcast. We'll be back with another episode, which will again be available on iTunes and Acast. So make sure you subscribe, rate and leave a review. Until next time.